individual goal was that Magic Bird Isaiah never did this. So that meant a lot to me to do it for the third time. Yes, you know, uh, I won't say that I'm better than those people, but I think in terms of success, continuous and, and consistently, that puts me right up there with them, if not, you know, a step above them. Just started up. It was. Uh, we all know what happened. We all know who won. We all know who lost. We don't need to rehash anything that happened. Um, you guys lost, though. You guys. We did not come away victorious. No. Just um, in case, any, yeah. Did you lose or did Sam win? Sam definitely won. We definitely didn't win. Um, we definitely did make money, though. I, I don't. I don't hate making money. But no, I mean it was it was a brutal Sunday. Um, honestly. As much as I felt it coming, the way it happened was just not fun and definitely took me a couple hours to kind of get out of the rut of it all. But I will say last season, losing in the semifinals, I took a lot harder because we really should. We were the best team all season and to lose our first playoff game after a bye was tough. This year, every win was felt like free money. So happy to have come in second long term. But congratulations to Sam first and foremost. I mean, dynasty completed three championships in five years. Really, really impressive, honestly. He's one of the great fantasy managers um, I've had the pleasure of of seeing and 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 watch and hear their process. Um, and congrats, really. Long story short, uh, we look forward to next season, and hopefully we can make a difference next year and finally get to the top of the ladder. Yeah, just like we want to uh, – we were saying that we might need to get the 30 for 30 crew here for Tyler and Joey for being Sackos. We – Maybe need to get ESPN Plus to do a like a man in the arena for Sam, like a Sam in the arena fantasy football edition, and just get yeah. his tips and tricks. Literally, it's been dominant. Sam what is three you, and three uh, in fantasy football in this league. He's three and three. If you don't know, you can just look at his group me name <laughs> every time. So funny. While were you? Uh, I'm just going to ask this off the get go. AB goes out. What are you and Mark thinking? Well, here's the thing. Uh, five plays before AB went out, or maybe a few more, maybe six plays, Ronald Jones went down with a bad ankle injury. So we were already pretty bummed. Like, the AB went out with more points than Rojo at the same time in the game. So, like, obviously the AB thing's going to get all the attention. Like, oh, well, Antonio Brown went out. Well, yeah, we also lost our running back. Like, you know, it, it was pretty even in terms of the grand scheme of things. Obviously, you can't predict AB is going to do what he did. And I don't know if we need to necessarily delve into the details of everything. It seems seems like not totally his fault. I don't know. It's hard to believe anything he says. But at the same time, like, it does kind of feel like Bruce Arians likes to push his players when they're injured. So that's a whole nother discussion. But, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, we basically both lost a player. So – it, it, it was exciting to see AB go out for us because it felt like we, again, were back in it after just a few minutes earlier. It felt like we were done for without, you know, missing Ronald Jones. But yeah, it was a, it was a crazy thing to see happen. I, I, he's, he has said this before and don't get me wrong. Like it was, that is genuinely one of the craziest things. Like I think I've ever seen in any sport, like any player ever do. Same. He has said before, like, I don't need football anymore. Like I have my money. My, my people are set. My family's set. 
Like, I don't need football. And I genuinely think it's just like, I mean, he went to the fucking Nets game, you know? That's hysterical like, he that he went to the Nets game. He is doesn't so fuck. He's, he's just, I think he's just done with football or unless some team that is would likely be like a championship contender just gives him a fat bag just for the playoffs. And that's that. Like, he's yeah. kind of just saying to everyone, like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm more than a football player. You know, I'm Antonio Brown. I'm a, I'm a head case too. So he's going to do like whatever he wants, but yeah, that was something, man. That was something. It would be, it would really be something if like that ended up costing Sam the victory. That would have really been, it would have been something, but in the grand scheme of things, that was actually less than the, that was not as bad almost as the coaching disaster we had with Dan Campbell and DeAndre Swift. So, I mean, again, the Antonio Brown thing going to get way more publicity, but DeAndre Swift, uh, we, we were lied to for a week by Dan Campbell, who basically said, DeAndre Swift, we held him out for this long so he could be again fully healthy. You can see it. He's ready to go. He's ready to be the lead back. He's fully there. That's why we took the extra week. And then proceeds to get one carry in the first half into the last play of the half where he gets 30 yards, 32 yards on one, one rush as time's expiring. Like, I mean, it was just brutal. Not that it would matter in the long run. Sam won by 40 points. Like, that's that. Like, whatever. But it was just brutal. We were right there where we wanted to be going into the 4 o'clock games. And DeAndre Swift is going up against Amon Ross St. Brown on Greer's side. And then all of a sudden, there's no DeAndre Swift. And Amon Ross St. Brown is scoring rushing touchdowns. Like, you just couldn't have painted a worse picture for us. But, uh, you know, I, I said it on the podcast last week. Amon Ross St. Brown was was a great pickup. That is a championship-winning pickup. And, and he proved to be that way. And, again, congrats to Sam. He deserves all the credit. Like, this shit happens in fantasy football. Injuries players leaving the field, coaches lying. That's nothing new. So I'm not using that as an excuse. Just was merely frustrating to see uh, while rooting for my team. What was, uh, how was your New Year's? What did you do for New Year's? New Year's was fine. Randy and I went out to dinner um, and then we just came back and, and hung out. We, uh, it was like, the, I got out of uh, quarantine that afternoon. So we weren't looking to go do anything too crazy, but we had a dinner reservation in case I did get out um, and test negative. So it, it was, uh, it was nice. It was lovely. How was your new year's? It was terrible. It, was, <laughs> no, it wasn't like actually terrible. I, I actually ran into uh Robinson and Jack at, nice. we went to the aim for, you know, it was one of those like open bar type of things, but it was, at least I don't know what their experience was with it. They looked unbelievable, by the way. I love the, the blazer move, guys. Good little shout out there for you. Just like so not my vibe. So not like dancey or anything. So definitely a little uh, underwhelming. But you kind of felt you felt the fantasy football in the air. Like you knew everyone was a little. Hard. Two of the guys I was with, they were playing each other in the finals that week, that weekend. So, you know, everyone kind of, everyone felt. It was definitely apparent. Yeah. And the no football on, on Thursday was brutal. Yeah, no football Thursday was brutal. I mean, my start to the sports year was just brutal. I woke up at 7 a.m. on January 1st to watch Arsenal play Man City. Um, for those who don't know, we have not beat Man City in 10 Premier League appearances. Uh, and not only have we not beat them, we've been absolutely destroyed. We come out and just absolutely dominate them for the first 50 minutes of the game. Like I've never seen us play this well against a good team since I was a, literally a child. Um, we're up one, nothing. Then 
referees get involved, call a bullshit penalty and a red card on Arsenal, and we go on to lose on the last kick of the game, 2-1. So by 9.30, January 1, 2022, my sports life had gotten off to a really rocky start uh, to be finished off with uh, Knicks and Giants' horrible losses on Sunday and a fantasy football loss. So the grand scheme of things, my sports life has not gotten off to a great start this week, but there's still a lot of time in 2022 to turn it around. I really want to watch this red card. I'm going to, I'm going to watch this while, uh, well, while it's loading up. The red card was a second yellow. yellow card. The guy, the defender got his first yellow card for arguing with the ref about the penalty that was given. Then about a minute later, after they scored a penalty to make it 1-1, he literally barely touched the guy. He fell over and he just gave him a second yellow and sent him straight off. I want to apologize to all of our esteemed league members as well. I definitely brought on this soccer talk. So I will apologize to everyone that's... I mean, I'm keeping incredibly calm so everyone can suck it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You are composed. Everyone is doing well. It was the season of underreacting. Um, I'm giving myself that superlative, by the way. Like Underreactor. Underreactor. <laughs> well, if you're the underreactor of the year, I'm hoping you're ready to talk to our champion of the year because he's just entered the room. Oh God! Yeah, let's go. Also, shameless plug, boys. I'm gonna have mad shows coming up. Would love some support. Definitely be supporting. It, it's an honor to have the man, the Nick Saban of the league. Some would say. Sam, congratulations! Happy, happy, to, happy to be here. Nick Saban. Oh, wait. How are we doing? Chipper buddy? looking you know, way more lively than last time. Oh yeah, feeling feeling great. The COVID bowl was fantastic. I mean, honestly, honest to God, I bowl. said to Randy when I found out you had COVID that we were fucked. We fucked. had no chance. You guys were fucked. <laughs> it was absolute worst case scenario for you to get COVID. Yeah, I still don't know if it was COVID because, like, I never got tested other than the, that at home test, which said negative. But I don't know. Feeling fine now, and I felt like everything that COVID is supposed to be. So who knows. Should I just take an at-home test right now? You will have a kit right in front of me. You fucking yeah. won't. <laughs> I actually just did yesterday too. Fat. It took two, and like, because like when the first one came back negative, I was like, oh, I definitely just didn't shovel up there far enough. It's like making myself cry just for another negative test. So I was like, all right, well, fuck that. Yeah, you gotta cry. You gotta cry. It's okay. Not the at-home test. You don't have deal. to cry. It's just well. How was your Sunday, Sam? Kind of walk us through it. Um, I mean, I was definitely a little nervous in the beginning. You know, I wasn't getting that great of production out of Kelsey. Hurts had a slow game. You know, Eagles have, like, honestly not looked great, but are still winning. So, we'll take it. And, but, you know, my defense just came in hot. So, I was a little scared with Damian Williams. And the way that Burrow was passing, like, I was sure that Higgins was going to get something. But he didn't. So, I mean, Jamar Chase decided to have the best game since Julio Jones. Yeah, I know. It's honestly nuts that, like, the Chiefs. But there was that one play where Sorensen just, like, didn't cover him at all on that one bomb of a touchdown. Like, you figured that they would cover the guy that already had 200 yards in the first half. Yeah. If the Bengals can play defense in the playoffs. They're going to be very fun to watch. I mean, they're already fun to watch, but, like, they could potentially upset some teams. They could be the Dewey Suck. Of the playoffs, just Cinderella their way in. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but uh, I don't know. 
The Bengals are like really good, except for when like they're really bad. And those kinds of teams gen- generally don't do all that well in the playoffs, I feel like. Yeah, they're just not that consistent. They're, yeah, there's no consistency. And like if they have that one or two bad drives, I feel like they never come back from it. Like yeah, they need like to get the Chiefs, rolling off the off the bat. The Chiefs scored like three points in the whole second half. You know, that's yeah, not gonna was, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. No. Also, they're going to be traveling to games other than their first game, most likely. So we'll see. I mean, their offense is set up for the next decade, realistically. I mean, obviously, all the talks about Jamar Chase, but T. Higgins is a top 10 young receiver. Yes. Like, of the guys drafted in the last three years, he's probably top 10 in terms of receiver. Also, Boyd, Boyd is nasty. Yeah, Boyd's a wide receiver, one or two on most teams, and he's their third. So who's their tight end? still nice. Their tight end is CJ Uzoma, who stinks. Uzma or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not. I feel like he's decent. It's just like, you know, there's only one ball, and you're not going to not throw it to those wide receivers. I feel like there could be a move for Evan Ingram in there, though, low-key in the offseason. Ooh. Goodbye. I mean, someone's going to go get him. He's such an athletic tight end. On an offense where you don't have to be all that good to succeed, he'll be a good player. Yeah. Where the it quarterback's hitting you on the numbers and you're not responsible for being the lead run-blocking tight end or the lead pass-blocking tight end? Well, it is hard. It's going to be hard for him to pass the physical with bricks for hands. Yeah. Maybe he'll get surgery. Yeah. He's really not that good at catching the ball, and that's what yeah. I think he can do. So, <laughs> not great. Not a great combo. Sam, what was your reaction, Antonio Brown? going on what was happening in your head there thank you for asking well so i (laughs) so like he wasn't in the game for a while and so i was literally searching twitter like did he get hurt or something and i had i was watching the eagles game on my laptop so i had the volume on that and i had the jets game on my tv and i with no volume and then i look up and i see him like dancing around with no shirt on i'm like holy shit like are they just showing him like pregame like what what's going on here and then they cut back to the game. So I was like, let me just turn on the volume. And the announcers are like, what the hell did we just watch? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this, is, this is not good. Did um, you know that Ronald Jones is, had already been ruled out at that point in the game? No, I did not realize that Ronald Jones was out. I just thought that he wasn't playing because they were throwing the ball. And that's why Keyshawn Vaughn was in. And so that, like, I don't know. It was definitely very disappointing to see Antonio Brown do that. But. Hey, I mean, it's in his right. He wasn't getting his targets. You gotta, you gotta speak out. Still, a good guy. You stand hey, by your player. Stand by my player. Uh, he's I not a buck, we, but he's still he's still part of Team Grit. <laughs> we might need to bleep the part where you say he's a good guy. That's the only. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I was saying slander. before, like right. Literally, yeah. And right before you got on, Sam, I was literally saying like I'm pro. Okay, I'm not going to say I'm pro AB again. We can get canceled for that. But like, he's just like, he has said time and time again, like, I don't need to play football anymore. Like, I'm set. My family's set. So I think that's honestly kind of just like what he's doing now. Like, he was at the fucking Nets game, you know? Like, I don't know if you guys listened to the, listen to the interview with the guy that picked him up too. And it's like hysterical. Yeah. He's kind of just like, I'm done. Yeah. Danny Boy Hustle. First, how do you, how does someone get that job? Like, you got to do some shady shit to become like the go-to Uber driver for all these NFL guys by way of some dude that owns a sports memorabilia store. Like that screams uncut gems. Literally, he just like runs like every red light and flies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably got to deal with the cops. Like he's got it all figured out that guy. 
Oh, all I mean, he hustles hard. Danny boy hustle hard. But I wonder if he'll get – do you guys think he'll ever play again? Um, I think with everything that's coming out now, like maybe. Kind of depends on what's sorted out here, right? Like did the Bucks try to make him play through broken bones in his ankle? Did they know? Did Bruce Arians know? Like there's too many questions surrounding it, really. Like if all that's true that he's saying, I don't see a world in which he doesn't play again as long as he's healthy because – you know, if your coach is really telling you to play on a broken ankle and you're like, no, I mean, obviously he acted out, but like, you're going to get that with NFL players. OBJ's acted out on the sideline. He's still in the league. Like Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, these guys all acted out, but Michael Vick drowned puppies. Like if you're, if you're good, you're going to get another chance. Yeah, exactly. If, If it's not all mental health shit, he'll definitely play again. If it's strictly that he's out of his fucking mind, I don't know if he'll play again because he's, I don't think he's the type of player who's going to take a shit contract. He knows what he's worth. He's going to, yeah. He's, exactly. I'm not saying he's going to get a major contract, but he's not going to take one of these $1 million contracts for a year. Like he's, he's going to get his money. So I think uh, his contract was only a couple million. I think it was like between four and eight. No, a lot of incentives. Yeah. A lot of incentives. He missed out on like three or four different, like 333,333 incentives. It was fucking wild. It was absolutely wild. Would also be classic last, if he last like, year he got paid one point two. This year he got paid like three million. Yeah, well, last yeah, year he was like not on a team, like he wasn't in the league. Like he yeah, was probably for half a year. Yeah, I feel like it I, would don't be know. I feel like he's shown that he still has it, and so if he's fully healthy, I don't think he's going to go sign for the Chiefs for a million dollars to win a Super Bowl ring. I don't think he gives a fuck about winning another Super Bowl, honestly. You don't think so? No, I guess not. Yeah, but like, and like obviously he wants to win, but I don't think he's one of those guys who's like, I'll take whatever little amount of money you'll give me to go play for a Super Bowl contender. Nor do I think yeah. he's a guy who's going to go play for the Jets. But like, he's not going to get himself way underpaid at this point. He's just said too many things. I think he just wants to go wherever he's wanted. Yeah, like lost dog. Just give him shelter somewhere on some team that wants him. <laughs> somewhere him where the coach doesn't really give a dog. fuck about anything. <laughs> it would be classic if he like went to go get an x-ray on his ankle and then like posted it to Twitter. Like, this is what happened. <laughs> That'd be a good move. And he posted I'm sure, the text he, I'm sure he will do that. Today. Yeah. He's been posting a bunch of shit. But the texts with Arians don't really say what he said they said. So I don't get why he posted them. Oh, I didn't see Oh, that. yeah. It didn't, make him look, it didn't make him look good. No. Arians was just like, if you're available, let's play. Like, yeah. Like, we want he also you. never said in the text, like, I have broken bones in my ankle. Like, it was always being reported it was a sprained ankle. That was the report. So, like, if the team was hiding the broken bones or whatever it might be, that's a completely different story. But, like, did Bruce Arians actually know that? Like, that's what I'm saying. There's so many unknowns about this. I don't know how you'll ever find the answer because, obviously, the Bucs are going to hide as much as they can. But I'm reading all these right now. The whole thing's fucking crazy. At the end of the day, Sam's basically right. When it comes to the offseason, it's going to be in six months from now, no one's going to remember this. He's going to sign for some team, and he's going to be, you know, Antonio Brown next year. Yeah, yeah like if, if Rodgers is back on the Packers, I could definitely see him there. Sheesh. I feel like Rodgers, speaking of Rodgers, number one, MVP, right? He's got to be. Yeah. Okay. Number two, I'm not, I don't want to get into the COVID guy saying he's a bad guy. He doesn't deserve MVP because obviously that's the stupidest thing ever. Oh but, yeah. That was so ridiculous. I mean, even if you're thinking that you don't say that out loud, like no one just shut up, like no one not to speak, but um, I don't see Rogers leaving Devonte Adams 
in Green Bay, and they're going to franchise Devontae Adams. So I don't see Rodgers leaving. I, yeah, I think everything's gone well enough this year that he's going to come back again. Unless Matt LaFleur kicks the ball down seven again with two minutes to go in the playoffs, I think he, he's <laughs> yeah, going to that, stay. That's the only way. I mean, I kind of think the Packers can win it all. They could. I mean, like, every, every other team in the NFC is flawed right now. Like, Cowboys are major flawed. Cardinals are major flawed. Bucks are without any of their players. And I don't need to really talk about any of the other teams. The Rams are not, Ram, not it. Staff, Stafford, you never know when he's just going to have a terrible game. Like, It just shows you, like, Stafford wasn't the Lions. Like, Stafford was not obviously wasn't the Lions issue, but he has got Lions DNA in him. He has major Lions DNA in him. Like, he just can't figure it out sometimes. Is that nature or nurture? You think he was just born to be the Detroit Lions quarterback? And no, now, it, I think now he's he just, out of LA? I think he just has too much Lions DNA in him. I think he was in a system where he always had to do too much and throw too much and try to do too much, and that's created the quarterback that he is. I think Still he is impressive, though, that he's done this year one, though. Yeah, I mean, he was he's really nasty. good until like four weeks ago. He's yeah. nasty. I mean, I think you could say the same about Eli Manning. If – if the Giants, the first decade uh, Eli Manning was there, had talented offensive players, I don't think he would have been forcing the ball into those spots as much as he was. That's going to get all the Philly fans riled up. Oh, oh maybe like not as I much mean, as you, Sam. Do, did you not think that like Plaxico and Amani Toomer and Jeremy Shockey were great players? Plaxico was. Shockey definitely had his moments. I mean, Amani Toomer was not a great player. Amani Toomer was Jason Avant. Like, he did what he had to do and got the job done. Fair. But he wasn't great. Still very serviceable. He was no better than Miles Austin. Miles Austin. No, he was like a he was like a two, like a one-year wonder. Like. But, like, Miles Austin just had injury issues. But, like, I'm just saying strictly talent-wise. Like, if you look at so, – like, if you put Eli Manning with – Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. I bet he has different numbers and different interception numbers. Well, Same yeah, face. You though. do that with any any quarterback. But to say that he like he also had a great running game the whole time. Like those Giants teams were very good. They always had great offensive lines. Uh, I mean, we hand the ball off to Tiki and then Brandon Jacobs, like with Ruben Drones in between. <laughs> Speaking of Ruben, Sam, let me ask you this. I, I want to ask you something fantasy related, right? You've just won three out of five. Obviously huge. Can't You did it with Jalen Hurts as your starting quarterback. I'm sure that's a cherry on top. What, what do you think your, not secret has been, but if you had to narrow it down to a few things, what do you think is what's really gotten you here? And maybe not uh, mid-round drafting because we've heard that before. I would say my QBs. I think that they're criminally undervalued in our league where you get six points for a touchdown pass. And if you look at the years I won, it's been Mahomes. What was my first one, Mahomes? No, my first one may have been when I had Derek Carr in that, like, sick year that he had before he broke his leg in the playoffs. And then Mahomes. And then this year I had a great rotation between Herbert and Hurts. Where I could just go matchup based. Yeah, that's going to be a big discussion point in the offseason, keeper wise. Who, who you're going to keep? Really? Okay, he's coming out breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yeah, Eagles just run the ball too much. That's big. and the char- like the Chargers will throw the ball on like first and goal from the one. They don't care. It's I love it. Is there any quarterback well, you'd rather have at, for your NFL team over the next decade than Justin Herbert? No, he's my favorite. Yeah, well, he's I mean, nice. Like, I mean, maybe, Burrow's up there. It's it's either him or Burrow, or maybe like no, not even Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's just him or Burrow. But yeah, Mah- Her- Herbert's like to count Mahomes in there. I think you you have to. Oh well, I thought we were going like yeah younger. I forgot about younger. Mahomes too. I forgot about Mahomes too. I was, I was, I was going to be the answer to that question. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, I don't yeah, think there's a quarterback you'd rather have for the next decade than Justin Herbert. Yeah, he like has a Sean Watson if he stops uh, touching girls. Whoa, 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 whoa. Justin Herbert's accused, better than Deshaun. Accused, Watson. accused. Okay, <laughs> accused. All right. I would go as far as to say Justin Herbert is way better than Deshaun Watson. Wow. No, dude, Deshaun was so good. Deshaun was hella mistake prone though. Fair. Is Deshaun going to play next year? Is he going to play, and where? We're not. If so. About this. Oh, come he on. will play. He'll play in Miami um, or he's not playing. Miami or Panthers. I don't think he'll go play yeah. there. Carolina has looked. Uh, that's that's the most frequent one I keep seeing. Who knows? I think Miami. But I, I, think, but I think he definitely plays next year. I think Miami gives up on Tua and goes and gets to Sean Watson. I mean, I think Tua's got a lot of skills, but I don't know if you watched uh, the Dolphins game this weekend. I had the pleasure of watching with Jesse. And, I mean, Tua could not hit an open man to save his life. Like I, That was the worst I've seen him play since his rookie year. But, like, it's a little troublesome to be to be missing as many throws as he was missing on Sunday was like, wow. I mean, this Titans event has been ripped apart by every QB this season, and, and he couldn't find a man to save his life. He's kind of like an ugly lefty quarterback. Like, sometimes you see a lefty and, like, you're like, uh, you're kind of mesmerized by it because it's just so different than what we're seeing. But like his, it's not really like graceful. You're kind of feeling his Byron Leftwich realistically. Yeah, I think his I mean, he, he can't push the ball downfield. And when Waddle isn't getting open, he has no one to throw to. So it's like, it's just a terrible combination. I wonder, I wonder back in that national championship game, Tua doesn't make that throw deep to win it. I wonder. Overtime? Yep, I wonder if I'm sure he's still in the league, but I wonder if things are a little different. I mean, he was pretty fucking awesome the next two years. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if that one throw really got him into the league, but it's just like it's impossible with college quarterbacks, man. I mean, look at Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm was awesome in college. He was awesome, but obviously he stinks. Like, there's just no way to know. I feel like. I mean, talk about Trevor Lawrence. Talk about a guy who was about as sh- a sure thing as you could think going into the NFL. Obviously, Jaguars. What a terrible situation. But he's made mistake after bad decision after mistake after bad throw. I mean, he's looked terrible basically all season. I mean, I yeah, can't. It's hard. It's hard to give him the benefit of the doubt when like some of his throws are so bad. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I still think he'll succeed because I I just can't imagine the guy who was so good in college isn't. I mean, he was another level in college. Like, I really do think he'll succeed, but just goes to show nothing is, is a sure thing. And also has so much to do with system. Like, if he was in a system the way the Patriots have a system going, where it's short throws, simple reads, finding the open man immediately and trying to work the field down the field with short throws and runs, I think he would succeed differently. But that's not the quarterback he was in college. So it doesn't make sense to put him in a system like that. It also makes me think about how we value keepers versus draft picks. We spoke about this like a couple months ago, but you know, for example, going up to the keeper deadline, which I know we have, you know, many months before that, 
it's, I feel like there's almost a, a, a premium that we put on drafting later. I'm sorry, drafting. Yeah. If you can just keep someone later in the draft just to have draft picks early, you don't like who, who's to say what value of that is better. Like, I feel like people are almost just saying you might as well have a pick early and just save, keep whoever you can as late in the draft as possible just to see who's still there. When realistically, like first game of the season, someone gets hurt that blows up in your face anyway. Yeah. And so with these young quarterbacks too, it's like, you really have no idea. It's so much balancing too with the keeper thing, right? It's like, it's great to have a late round keeper, but like, you know, we're making fun of Rubenstein, like keeping DJ Chark in the eighth round or the 10th round or whatever it is like, great. Like you kept him in such a late round, but like, are you ever going to play him? Is he serviceable? Like, what's the point of keeping him? Like Hugh kept the LaVisca Chenault in the 11th round or whatever he kept him in. Like, great. Like he might have a good season, but you're just limiting yourself. Like he'll probably be available there. Or you might have the option of picking someone else you really like, but now you're like stuck with this player in this round. It has to keeping someone that has to be a worth to doing it. That still is a draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like if you're keeping a guy in the 11th, you don't have to draft him in the ninth. Like that means nothing basically. Especially in our league where it's like the, the rounds are all fucked up. Like, yes. <laughs> David Montgomery yes. was the fifth overall pick this year. Like, <laughs> I, you know, like, I yeah. remember being very surprised about that. I remember that really shook up a lot of draft boards. Right to be fair, though, he plays 16 games this year. He probably finishes as running back seven. That's not a terrible pick. No, of course not. No. God, I'm feeding. I'm like ready to do the draft again. I'm already. so ready for the draft. Sam, who are your keepers? Uh, Davlin Cook. Sure. Herbert. Sure. Uh, I guess I don't have a tight end to keep. Who's your tight and end? And then Kelsey. He's the first round. Um, to keep him in the first. Well, I don't have a first round pick. Yeah. So, and then I'll probably keep. And then if, if AB's back on the team, I'll keep AB. What's he, like eighth round? Um, I think like six, maybe. How about Amon Ra in the eighth round, maybe? Yeah. I mean, Actually, uh, it's just. He might have been drafted. I doubt it. I think I think Danny drafted him. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I drafted AJ Green. Amon Ra St. Brown definitely could have been drafted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but who knew who that, like, I had no idea who this guy was. I only no, knew who he was from my dynasty league because Hugh and I almost, um, yeah, Fishbine drafted him in the 13th round. All right. So, I mean, like, that's another one of those scenarios where it's like, um, am I really going to trust, like, a late season flash and with your quarterback's going to be Jared Goff next year? Like, yeah. Also, like thirteenth we'll round for you might be like your seventh pick, so it's a little different. Well, isn't that the eighth? Isn't isn't it the eighth? If you, uh... oh no, because he was drafted. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was dumb. I hope T.J. Hawkinson is ready to go with this thumb injury. Well, yeah, Sam, do you have any um, any motivational words to maybe get some other people riled up to challenge you for a championship? I mean, you're three and three in this league. It's outrageous. What do you have to say to Rob? What do you have to say to Rob? To Rob? Get, media? get us going. Just get us going. You know, we need to encourage him to be a little more active here. Um, well, I mean, he's part of a very questionable ownership group that doesn't have a very proud history, you know, is very average, thinks that they're above average, but, I don't think they'll ever win a chip. 
and this isn't even me trying to motivate them. They're just, they just don't have what it takes in them to win a chip, but to motivate everyone else, I think it's pretty clear that my team's going to be terrible next year. So let's also make sure to pick an easy sack out punishment, but the league's wide open next year. Take down. Someone needs to take out Danny and the league's wide open next year. Wow. I is, really there a, that a lot. is there a team with a better setup than Robin beer going into next year? Obviously their drafting abilities is a big hiccup in the road there, but is there a team with a better setup going forward? What do well, they, they have? don't have any good keepers? They don't have any good keepers, but I believe they have two firsts, maybe two seconds, three thirds, and two fourths or something like that. Oh my God. I mean, they have something outrageous. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Our balls keep this ball still get to keep Eckler and Lamar. Like Yeah, ball get ball's gonna keep Eckler, Lamar, Keenan Allen, and Andrews, or is his Andrews is up? Lamar might be up too. Lamar's got to be up. He said Lamar since he was a rookie. Lamar's got to be up. He's had Lamar since he was a rookie. All right. Well, also, I can trade Dalvin Cook for a first next year to anyone that uh, is looking to make a push. We know anyone that looking teams for do an pay oft off. injured running back past his prime in the second round, Greer is your guy. Past his prime, he was like 26. That, for me, that's when I stopped talking about running backs. He's got, he's got like two more years. Hugh and I's rule in our dynasty league is we don't trade for any running backs who are 26 or older. How did you guys end up doing in your dynasty this year? So we dominated the regular season, went 11 and three with the most points for, and got a bye, and then lost to Hugh's brother in the in the semifinals. Oh wow! But then the we came in third place, which gets you like your money back plus a little. So not the end of the world, but you know. Not what we want to see. We uh, won the championship the year prior, so you hate to go from first to third. We need to. We really need to. And again, this is on, you know, this is the power of the pod. We have to banish uh, the trading of, like, future draft picks, too. I think Ruben Denny's did that. Yeah, they have a 2023 fourth rounder, I believe. Yeah, let's let's just cut. Let's cut it out. Like, let's enough, guys. Enough is enough. Let's wait till let's wait till after next year. Let's just become a dynasty league after next year. Oh God, that's something we'll just never agree on ever. The I, mean, I think we need to have an entire off-season podcast show dedicated to talking dynasty. Talking about like what it would take to do a dynasty league. What it yeah, would- you and I break it down, we bring on the commission, then we kind of go through the league, have everyone come on and give their ideas. That's fair. I will say though, nothing the draft itself is just like you know, that it's, alone, how it much is it so changes. fun. It is so fun. Drafting just, dynasty, yeah. you just watch YouTube highlight reels of these players you've never seen play, and you make a decision <laughs> based off of that and where they've been drafted in the NFL. And you're just completely guessing, basically. It sounds like Matt and Evan's strategy now. Yeah, actually, Matt and Evan <laughs> might be good. There's quite a bit of luck involved. You don't need to have that much skill, so it might be good for them. Oh, I feel man. like Dynasty just sets up like too much domination, though. Yeah, like my team in Dynasty, Hugh and I's team, like our oldest player other than Kelsey, our oldest – player is like 25 and we're the best team in the league like we should be pretty much top three in the league for the next decade yes like that would just like that would suck like like, we was sick this year i'm gonna be terrible next year though like everything evens out we sucked for five years like we were bottom three in the league for five years we just tanked 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 kept having high draft picks and then we built a fucking sick team it's fun kind of 
you don't worry about it on the week to week as much. Like it doesn't matter the result as much each week. You're just trying to build the team. It's like playing video games a little more than it is playing like real fantasy. I don't know. Don't you dare compare it to video games because that's a dangerous. You're going to get a lot of people hooked really quick. Yeah, I'm a salesman. I'm selling. I'm out here selling. <laughs> well, I'm just going to give one more shout out uh, to our Sacco. Actually, Tyler won my home league this season. So congratulations. Oh, Tyler. wow. Definitely a congratulations. That's a worthy shout out. That's wow. That's a 180 there. Yeah, <laughs> he beat me in the semifinals and then uh, won the finals quite comfortably by like 80. So. But uh, if you guys have nothing else, congrats, Sam, on your dynasty being completed. Another championship, another season. I can't believe we have to wait nine months till we care about uh, football again. But it's brutal. Right. I mean, it's we got the draft and like we got the NFL draft in like four months. Eagles are still playing the playoffs. There's plenty to look forward to. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to as a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two mm-hmm. first round picks. Yeah, see new how we GM, this time. Yeah, new GM. Let's get a new GM. Then let's worry about what we do with the pick. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Randy's with an earshot, but I do believe Russell Wilson could be a giant next year. Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say in order of likelihood, starting quarterback is Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones of the Giants next year. Rob Hevia. Rob Hevia is a close Rob player. Rob Hevia. Yeah, he just didn't tear those ACLs. Yep, could have been him. I mean, he's about as good as Mike Lennon, I'm sure. (laughs) Maybe we could get Davis Webb back. What's Davis Webb doing these days? What about Kyle Laletta? Yeah, or Kyle Laletta. If he has any more DUIs, maybe we can get him back. (laughs) I mean, I genuinely thought Kyle Laletta was the future when we drafted him. That's how fucking damn bad I am. Didn't he go to, like, Uh, Mammoth? Yeah, he went somewhere. Something random? Yeah. All, all I know is Belichick wanted him, so it made me feel that he could be good. Meanwhile, Belichick was just, like, trolling the whole time. Just, yeah. like, in a cutoff with a bow tie on, just, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, gentlemen, yeah. it's been yeah. great. Thanks what for having season. me on. Congratulations to the both of you. Thank you. Congratulations. Mainly Sam, but still. Thank you. Peace, bro. Peace, bro.